When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Inside Leverage. And today we will be speaking about the commentary from Dolphins GM Chris Greer. Guys, uh, have you had a chance to check out the press conference? Honestly, I needed a little more energy when you when you open the show and announce me the right way, saying Google and all that good stuff. I need more energy out of you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think, just to start off the show. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, get, and drop it off to Chad, you know what I'm saying? Because he got some great takes about what he saw with the with the interview today in Chris Greer. Yeah, overall, um, great great presser. There was a lot of great insight. Uh, he alluded to the fact that he's not going to put too much stock into what happens out there at the Combine because they've done extensive review on a lot of the prospects already. But although he does like that, those guys that go out there and put themselves out there and aren't ashamed to put up a bad time and aren't there putting themselves in. He values that as guys who are football players and love the game. So um, twofold. And he said on the flip side, he's not necessarily penalizing anyone that didn't go out there and do the work or play in any bowl games or any of that. I think he said talent would supersede that. So um, good stuff there. Um, just good conversations, man, about Tua's contract extension and their hopefulness there uh, with Wilkins and Hunt, you know, varying sides there. You know, I mean, some good stuff, though, overall. What do you think, Junior? Well, I think for me, it's um, some of the guys who talked about the future um, kind of uh, alluded to some – they mentioned about Connor and, and Robert Hunt, and you can kind of tell the difference in how he reacted with Let's say AVG seemed like he, he's a guy that's optimistic that he'll come back. And even Christian Wilkins, which is a surprise. So with Robert Hunt, that's the big one that kind of made me a little disappointed. And it seems like he's not going to be back for the team. But we'll see. Hopefully that's not the case. But a lot of take uh, takeaways from the uh, press. I really like what I heard, especially with the combine and how he approaches drafting players. So really interesting stuff. Yeah, no, um, Junior, just to expand on, on that point of Robert Hunt, let's, uh, I want to read to you exactly what he said. 
basically, reporter asked him, where do you stand on uh, offensive lineman Robert Hunt as he enters free agency? The cliff notes of this is, I'm happy for Rob that he got <clears throat> to get back at the end of the year for us. We drafted him here. He's gone through a bunch of different coaching philosophies and styles of an offensive line. And I think Mike and then Butch Berry this year coming in did a fantastic job. Uh, basically, he just you know, said that uh, he's earned a right to be a free agent, that they had some conversations uh, during the season. Uh, but they, uh, I guess, hit, you know, Hunt and his camp expressed uh, their desire to uh, to test a free agent market. So that's, uh, I think that's where, where it stands there. I'm, I'm a little disappointed with that, as I think that Robert uh, Robert Hunt was, was a staple for the offensive line. But, um, French, what do you think about... Uh, you know, the uh, developments with, as far as Robert Hunt? I mean, he's one of our guys, you know, we, we, we got the development and we was able to see him develop into the player he is right now. And, you know, if on the open market, he exceeds what we could pay him, you know, that, that salute to him, salute to his journey, uh, continue to grow. But then that also shows you uh, the stable and, and, and coaching and what we have right now in house, where we're able to take a guy like that and really able to get the, a, a good uh, a return on that investment as far as a good squeeze out of that orange. So, I mean, with Butch Berry, I mean, I feel good, you know, going into, you know, whether or not we draft somebody, whether or not we pick up somebody in free agency, but just to stick to Rob Hunt, man, I, I mean, I, I, I love him to stay, sad for him to go, but, you know, I want him to be successful, you know, even if he's not with us. So, that's the one thing I'll say to that. But even back, you know, just based on what we're talking about with the Chris Greer interview, one of the things I always say or the one coin I always echo with Chris Greer is the relationship gets the deal done. And even when he talks about Xavier Howard, about leaving and certain guys leaving, he always leaves that that possibility where, you know, the conversations are final. You know, we'll always leave that because you just never know in negotiations, you know, where you're going to, you know, you could be on your way out. And worse, you know, at the end of the day, something crazy can happen. And then, you know, you need to stay where you're at. So the last thing you want to do is burn any bridges. So the one thing I will do is cheers Chris Greer on how he's kind of handling and navigating this market with the guys that we have now and potential guys, you know, because other guys from the outside are looking into how we're treating our players. So I'll leave it at that. Hey, man, I, I, I think for the most part it was – Man, this is all chalk, chalkboard talk. This is all like it's meaningless. It, it, it goes one year out the other. He draws little tidbits, but I mean, actions speak louder than words. And if you see the players that we've been linked to, it's been to a right guard in college, some tight end. So if you want to talk about the, what I feel, what he said about Robert Hunt, the writings in the wall, Robert Hunt might be gone. Or maybe that's just them trying to, like, play games with him, posturing, letting him know that, look, bro, we could replace you easily. I, I, I like the things he – like. besides that, I it's the same spiel every year. But we do have certain situations that you have to revisit. I'm glad that that he has left open possibility for certain players. And and I'm I'm a super Xavier Howard fan, so I like that possibility. Out of all the players you mentioned, I want that – I could, I'd, rather, I'd rather see come back is, is, is David Howard because I, I like him. And Robert Hunt, to me, he's just that – he's like the little engine that could that never did, if you if it makes sense. Yeah, I, he, he's always been a great player, but he's never really reached that ceiling that everyone 
had for him at the position because people are of the mindset that he could be an all-pro right guard, and he hasn't been that yet. Although he's been good, he's been steady. I, I love Robert Hunt as a player. I hate the fact that there's a chance that we, we probably are going to lose him, a very good chance, I would say. Um, but at, if, if the projections of $17 million are anywhere near what he's going to be getting, then I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what we can do at that point. I, um, I do feel like the, the extra cap is going to help us with the Wilkins situation. So there's, I think there's some, a lot of optimism there. And based on Greer's tone, it seems like they're going to be able to get that done. But I don't know if you can swing a 17 or, or even a 15, 16 for a Robert Hunt. I'm not yeah, it, it feels like it's, it, it's too premature because – you know, I, I know that with contracts, you're you're paying based off upside, but you know, there's still the unknown of you're there, but will you get there? I'm sure they feel like will. They're not willing to pay that much for to to, to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it is what it is. I understand he has a kid. Congratulations to him on his newborn. Um, belated. So um, he has to do what he has to do for his family. And and if that's trying to seek the the bag, then it is what it is. Hopefully, if he tests out the market and things doesn't seem like is gonna is relatively the same what we offering, then hopefully he'll come back and we can uh let let's re up let's let's take let's get let's let's do it again you know. Yeah. Also, one other guy that I wanted to I wanted to bring up and it's and kind of like it it, it it coincides with uh. Xavier's, uh, you know, release and his money is, is Connor Williams. Um, they asked him, um, you know, has have they had any talks with with Connor Williams? And uh, basically, said no. You know that uh, that Connor's a very prideful guy. He felt like he let the guys down after getting hurt last year. Um, that he's basically just rehabbing and 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 focusing to get his mind clear and and the the team is actually giving him that space. So. Um, you know, and they communicated that there's no pressure on him. So uh, we'll see at what point. I know there's been some speculation that uh, he might be, uh, you know, a, a target or, or, you know, them wanting to bring him back later on during free agency. Um, I think that the idea or the or the issue is going to be what's the sweet spot? What's the number that you put on him? Because he was a very important piece to our offensive line and our success on offense. But, you know, having the injury. So those are little, you know, little, I guess, caveats that, that are going to come into play with when, when no negotiating that contract. I think the injuries play in our favor a lot being that like, we all know what's going to happen at the beginning of free agency. Um, teams are going to be giving out deals prior to free agency to some of their guys, big deals. But as soon as it starts, you're going to see this guy's going, this guy's going here, this guy's going there, this guy's going there. So at that point, like, the first few weeks of free agency teams are going to go through their process. They're going to go through the draft. They're going to fill a lot of their needs. And by the time Connor, you know, focusing on his rehab and he's ready to go and turn around and look for a deal, the the landscape isn't going to be the same. It's not going to be as plentiful. So and I think at that time, you know what I mean? I think he's going to have to lower his expectations and possibly, you know, factoring in his age. He's still pretty young. He can take a prove it deal and still go back and hit the market once he proves that he's healthy and back to his style of play, you know, and his level of play, that he'll be right back right in line to be, you know, one of the top paid centers in the NFL. I think the longer you wait, the less you receive, you, you're getting as far as a contract. 
So remember now, there there's waves. So you start off early. That's when you, the the premium guys go get the bag, right? And then as time goes on and drafting and other guys being acquired, that's where the value kind of diminishes. So he doesn't want to wait too long because if he does, it's in our favor at that point, especially after the draft. So we'll see how that goes. Man, I want Connor Williams back more than I want Robert Hunt back. I'll tell you that much. You could, you could, it, it, it means, it means way more when we have a good center, specifically with his offense. So I, I'm, I'm, I think Connor Williams is, is, is a lot better than we have even given him a chance, giving him a chance to be. So I, I, I am all about bringing Connor Williams back because I would love to bring Hunt back, but I'm not paying him $17 million. If I'm going to overpay someone, I'm going to pay the person that touches the bar every time outside of the quarterback. And that's the center, which is the quarterback of the damn offensive line. He makes the the the, the, the protection calls. He's literally the heart and beat of the of the offensive line. Um, I love Robert Hunter Hurts, but you play you it's the same it well almost the same thing with Christian Wilkins. You kind of play yourself out of here. And I'd rather keep Christian Wilkins. So, so do you see a scenario where we keep Connor and maybe sign Win too? Well, that's 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 the point where I was going to bring up that his win actually came up at the press conference. Uh, they somebody had asked him about signing several free agents, and and I know they talked about Win. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris spoke about Win saying that he was in the building rehabbing, and he that he actually expressed to him that he was very happy there. So I'm sure they're going to try to get something done with him. Uh, and to be honest with you, he was he was pretty good while while he was playing. While he was him playing. him and Lamb are two guys I want to keep on his roster. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I, I I think that it's even more important if they're if something goes south with uh with Tehran's uh, decision as far as retiring. Um, you guys have anything on that? Tehran's not retiring. Yeah, but but even still, um, I, I, to your point, I would love to have those guys, for, even if it's just for depth. On Tehran, um, to French's point, I don't think he's going to consider retirement, being that he does have about what five million dollars in guaranteed money, I believe, something like that this year. Yeah. So he'll he'll be back. He's he's going to push through. He's going to try to you know secure it. And I also think that the team is kind of still in line to to be successful. So I I think if we were maybe you know tearing and things didn't look well and there was like not as much optimism around the team as a whole in the future I think maybe you might be having different conversations there but being that there's a chance for him to still you know have some success with the team this season I, the guaranteed money that's still left on his contract you know what I mean I, I think that there's a good chance that he comes back I I, I think he is coming but back when 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 was in there? When was playing really good? That that when when was in there with the line we had? It was it was what top 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 five? Yeah, but the Look. problem is is the health issues and 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 I agree. I would bring him back, but you gotta bring in competition for him, or at least have well, the guys we have the in the depth. lineup. He has to be a depth piece. He can't be a starter. He has to be a depth piece, and he can't be like your your starter. He can't be like the guy you depend on because. Isaiah Wynn played four great games. Amazing. So he, he, he's the guy that, what, comes in at the end of the season if somebody's banged up? He's the guy that comes out of it, I, in every game. If we have a left guard get hurt, Isaiah Wynn go play. And he uh, lose I, I, nothing. 
and you lose nothing because he plays great. But let's say you draft a rookie that is kind of like ripe and he still needs a little bit more seasoning. You're, you're, you're comfortable starting as they win the first, the first quarter of the season and bringing that, that rookie along. And then when he gets it, boom, Isaiah Wynn, thank you for your services. You're going to get paid. But we have the rookie here. He's going to take over your spot. And bada bing, bada bang. And if the rookie doesn't pan out, you still have Isaiah Wynn in the pocket. You feel Wally, me? Wally, I, I agree. I think that that's essentially what he could be, a stopgap at this point. You know what I'm saying? And that's where that's what I wanted to say. That's I agree with that. And I think having him and Lamb and those type of guys on the roster – ensures that you can maintain at least a certain level of play even when your starters aren't on the field, right? It's, it, it raises the floor uh, of the offensive line, and even though they do have their limitations, because Lamb did, did have some issues with his back, I believe, and uh, Isaiah with the thigh, like, they're still high-quality fringe starter types. You know what I mean? That, And I think that's good to have, especially for a team like us, that, you know, Tends to have injuries come into play from time to time. So. And what and what it also does is is you know how players are doubting themselves, or you know you might have a you might have a moment you'd be like, hey bro, listen, this coaching staff got me right, bro. Hey, look at Austin Jackson. Hey, cuz this coaching staff got me right. Just trust the process. You know what I mean? And Lamb can say that a bunch of these guys coming back can literally build this culture of Butch Barry and Mike McDaniel. And you could buy into the system, and you might get something out of that. So I, team camaraderie and all of that familiarity, I, I based on those things, I'm I'm all in, bro. He played really good. No, and, and listen, I you know just to, to uh, build on what you guys are talking about, Chris actually confirmed in the in the uh, press conference that they're definitely going to end up having to sign some guys um, at at the offensive line position. So mm-hmm. even even though they do have some younger guys that they like the development. Uh, throughout the year from, you know, the, the, the work that Butch did and Mike did and Frank did, but they are going to end up having to sign some guys. So I'm curious to see if it, what kind of, what level in free agency they'll, you know, end up adding to the roster or, um, you know, drafting guys high or maybe in those mid rounds, because there's plenty of talent on the offensive line this year for, to draft. Let me ask you a question. Like I, maybe I'm wrong, but I've, in prior prior years, they asked about a potential free agent and stuff like that, and they I, I've heard Chris Greer specifically say, "Oh, this guy is uh, he's he's doing what he needs to do. We keep we, we like we have open communications and stuff like this, and I'm going to talk to his agent." But with two specific players, he specifically said they're in house in facility training, and that was Van Ginkle and Isaiah Wynn. Correct. I don't know what the, if that means anything, but that to me leads me to believe that they want those guys in house still. So maybe those guys are more foreseeable to be here in this team going forward. Maybe. Agree. I, I agree, and and that's one of the what I was mentioning earlier about Greer having having a different tone for certain players as opposed to other. Yes. And, and it, you can tell with AVG, with Robert Hunt, and even with surprisingly Christian Wilkins, those were the guys he was kind of like a little bit of elevation in the voice. Oh yeah, it's gonna work out. Oh, we, we the, the 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 salary cap went up then more than we expected. We can we can definitely get those guys in, but not so much with with Robert Hunt, not so much with uh, uh, 
Connor Williams, but Connor Williams definitely will concede. We'll definitely see. He has a chance, I think. I know I'm going to say, overall, like, you could kind of tell where he's at with certain guys. And that, like, to your point, um, there, there were certain levels of optimism with certain guys, and then it, it wasn't there for others. But with, with Van Ginkle switching to the representation that he switched to, I feel like he made the conscious decision to put himself in position to be able to better negotiate with the Dolphins. Because we all know who his agent is, and he has a great relationship with the Miami Dolphins. He's on local television down there every week. He's right. into the team, and he's already put it out there that he feels really good about most of his guys being retained. So, like, there's a good chance. I feel like that, you know, he was just at Disney World. What was it yesterday with his family? You know what I mean? Like, shout out to the Van Ginkles. Like, I think that, like, I think they're enjoying it down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're raising a family. He's comfortable. They're settled in. I think there's a good chance he's looking to, to stick around for a while. And with Wynn, he's a Florida boy, too. You know what I mean? I don't think he wants to go anywhere. He's enjoying himself. He's smiling in every press conference from ear to ear. You know what I mean? And, and he played well, and he was successful. So I think he's happy here. So I can see those guys definitely being back. All right. So overall, a lot of positive information coming out of the press conference with Chris Greer yesterday. Looking forward to see what surprises and uh, hopefully some really good news when it comes to free agency and retaining some of our uh, free agents that are due to be on the market this offseason.